Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I just watched the red. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, I'm always excited. Oh boy. Hey everybody, and I'm that now. Welcome to another edition of Living the Scream, the behind the scenes of The Mummy and the Monkey Show. Your hosts. I'm Janet Takei, also known as The Mummy. That's right, and I'm Grim Gory, also known as The Monkey. Yeah, you got Janet and James with you. Um, we uh, I took another week off uh, of doing the show because uh, we just got busy with uh, some things, but you know we're trying to uh, make up for it. Like yeah. two weeks, right? Yeah, well, don't have to I'll point that out. I, I feel like we're letting people down, and I'm I'm nah, sorry. We, I, we you know look right kind I'm, of uh, we're consistent there. We're, we're trying. Uh, we're up in the, our weird room studios. Uh, you know, this is where our production studio basically where we put all the video and stuff together. Do all the artwork and whatnots. All the technologies. Yeah, is are, are in, in this uh, studio. So that's where we are uh, taping tonight uh, in the comfort of our own little home. And uh, we'll do a show shot right now to get things started because, hey, it's tradition, right? You can't uh, buck with that. We might uh, suggest that you do two since we're two weeks behind. Two shots. <laughs> that's right. All right, everyone. What are you drinking tonight? My go-to, as always. All right, Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Yes, and I am at my go-to with, with uh, not the I at um. Oh gosh, I can't think anymore. Jägermeister. Oh boy. Jäger? No crown or anything? No, I ran out of that. Okay. Oh okay. Anyway, so here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Set it down and mm. clash. Okay. Cheers. All right. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. That was really good. Woo, that'll liven you up right there. Grow some hair on your chesses. Oh, I don't want that. All right. <laughs> so here we are. It is already December of 2017. Man, this year has flown. What happened to the by year? Wahapa. I don't know. I do not know. I don't know. But I do know that uh, there's a lot that's gone down. We did a lot of stuff, but there's so much more that we'd like to have done with the show. Um, we did finish up our second season uh, towards the middle of this year, and. Um, Diligently working on season three. Yes, we have parts of season three recorded, yes. and um, we had some other video recorded recently. Um, some events and some things we went to that was kind of uh, we have a lot, abrupt. We have but, a lot of video that we need to uh, to do something with at this. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, footage. So okay, so let's talk about some. You know, we sometimes talk about the reselling thing. I don't know. There's about a lot of reselling news. Let's jump. Well, there is some reselling news, but let's jump into Mummy and Monkey first. No, let's just. And you want to switch it up like that? Okay, let's do Mummy yeah, and Monkey since first. Since that's what we were talking about. All right. So, Mummy and Monkey. Okay. So, so we have been shooting video over the past several weeks. Right. Um, we have a good chunk of season three, episode one, you know, recorded, and. There was a local convention. It was all like independent comic books and, uh, you know, artsy, fartsy, comic book related. Mm -hmm. And the Mummy and the Monkey made an appearance at Genghis Khan. Oh, boy. In uh, Lakewood, Ohio. Yeah. Now, it's it's a really cool convention. It has a lot of different uh, independent uh, uh, artists and writers from the area of Cleveland and also from outside. Uh, surrounding areas. There so, were people from Detroit, New Jersey, um, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there were people, uh, you know, traveling far and wide. Just... Met, met a lot of cool, talented folks. Uh, got to meet John G, who is uh, a, a local artist and a legendary artist here in Cleveland. 
Uh, he did a, a book called The Lake Area Monster, and he also does a lot of mural art uh, and some other things for uh, Melt Bar and Grill. I believe yeah, he's true. he's really nice in person, and I was really happy that I was able to interview him. Yeah. I was a little shy at first, but um, yeah, really nice guy. Um, we, we were able to meet Durf. One of the famous comic book artists from Cleveland. Who, Durf in the City. Durf in the City, who now is, uh, he's got a movie coming out. Well, he it is. Or it's he's called, a, he's a called, part of a movie. It's called My Pal Dahmer. And it's based on the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. It was a graphic novel that he illustrated. It's been made into a feature film, and it's out right now, actually. That's really cool. It's uh, yeah, showing we were, in small uh, theaters. We were hoping to interview him as well, but um, his table was just packed. Yeah, he was busy. I think he's on a different level right now. with. Uh, well, and he was really nice about it. He said mm -hmm. if he's not busy, he would love to do it. Um, but he, his table was nonstop, and I didn't want to take business away from right. him. Right, yeah, that's the number so we, one, yeah. we were respectful. Yep, uh, but yeah, and then we, uh, we were there actually to um, visit our friends Tom and Lois. Tom Orzakowski, who is a legendary comic book letterer, lettered X-Men titles uh, in the 80s. He's, he's been lettering for probably 35-some years. Uh, was in the original Mar Marvel bullpen uh, with Stan Lee and all those guys back in the early 70s. And then, wow. yeah, wound up gotten to, uh, and, and it's funny because, we'll, you know, he and his wife Lois are, uh, are just relocated and, and bought a home in Cleveland. Uh, but they lived in San Francisco, originally from Detroit. And uh, it's funny because I kind of fanboy geek out around them a little bit. And they come in our shop and they, they visit our shop quite often. Yes, they're regulars at the shop and that's how we were able to meet them. The shop meaning the Mummy and the Monkeys. The Mummy and the Monkeys Thrift, Thrift Crypt, Crypt yeah, located Lake. at 13349 Madison Avenue in Beautiful, Lakewood, Ohio. Yeah, so they, they come in there and, and hang out with us uh, from time to time. And we be, we become friends with them and uh, really nice Folks. And it's funny because I, I, when I get in my geek moments, and I've done it a few times, and this is uh, Tom's sort of stock answer to when I say, man, I go, man, you got to work on X-Men and you know, back in the, you know, in the 80s when it was real super popular. So he's, he's like, well, you know, it's a gig. It was just a gig. You know, he, he referred to these jobs, you know, as gigs. These books that are like, you know, iconic. I mean, in, in most comic book geeks' minds, you know, that grew up then. Well, well both him and Lois have been, yeah. it, it, they're freelance gigs. I mean, they're for hire and they do this the great... Life, they call it, right? Yeah, they do this great, you know, lettering for these comic book companies and, and they're, you know, made a little life out but, of it. But they are royalty in the comic world. Very well, cool I, people. At least uh, to me they are. And, um, so shout out to Tom and Lois. And the lots of people love these guys. And, and they, Tom, you can find uh, interviews with uh, with him online and things like that. Um, yeah, but they were there. They had a table and they were selling their uh, lettering styles, their lettering forms and things like that. They like little like, cards they yeah, were. Yeah, sketch cards. Is that what they call them, sketch cards? Yeah, they're called sketch cards. And they were doing, uh, Tom was doing like sound sound effects, onomatopoeias. So was, like blam, boom. Kaboom, kabam, in his uh, unique style. And Lois was doing... Like little, uh, interesting little, like, geometric drawings. Yeah, like on, on those little sketch cards she was doing her own original art. She yeah. she does lettering as well, mm -hmm. um, but she was uh, at the convention selling her original art, and she's uh, pursuing painting. And I believe Tom also started out as an uh, an artist, you know, wanting to draw comics, but wound up lettering them, which uh, is another art form entirely. I, I can't let her save my life, but... Um, Very detail oriented. Because I, I mean, I, I fancy myself a little bit of a comic book artist too. I do illustrate things. I do draw. I did the artwork for our Mummy and Monkey covers, and our T-shirts and stuff like that. If 
you want to reference that. He did. So, yeah, another great local artist here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're hoping to have a Mummy, a Monkey comic book. That. So, at the next Genghis Khan, we can um, have a table there. Yeah, and the funny thing, too, going to Genghis Khan is we, okay, so. It, it was and it a, was a free event. It was a free event. A lot of people showed up. There were a lot of vendors and a lot of people, I thought, showed up. It was packed. But we were the only two. Dressed like something. Yeah, we were the only two, and, and everyone said, oh, nice cosplay. Yeah, out of all those nerds. Out of all the nerds, they, they we were the only boys. two in costume. And fangirls. We were the only, the, I'm not even, there was no one else, not one other soul. Not even people like repping the books, like, you know, here's my character dressed in, you know, in the comp. There was no cosplay, nothing like that at it all. It was very odd. You would think people would just for fun, because hey, I get the time, a time where I get to, you know, wave my freak flag and just dress up. You could have, and it would have been fine there. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I, we were talking with another vendor, and he's like, yeah, at this show, they just don't do cosplay. What? So maybe next year... But how does everyone We could do that? a cosplay costume or contest or <laughs> something could. there. Hosted by the mummy and the monkey. But what I want to know is, how does everyone get that memo? How did everyone know not to come dressed up? Not even, you know what I'm saying? How did everyone know? Maybe because it's a one-day thing. Yeah. And it was it's a free show. Yeah, that doesn't and mean at anything. the big conventions, if you stay the whole weekend, you could pack extra clothes. Nah, that's not well, but you if I you mean, go down the street. I'm just it's a theory. <laughs> you know? It's, well, I just it's just very interesting, I think, that nobody up oh, Or they're a, even or they're so nerdy that they're afraid to dress up. Zooey is our cat. Zooey, what Zooey. what do you think about that, Zooey? Zooey You just chimed in. He walked we have a special guest here, Zoo Lander, ladies and gentlemen. Zooey the cat. He, uh, yeah, I just think that's funny that it, with all that going on, that nobody else, not even a little kid came dressed up. But we got our pictures drawn, our portrait drawn by Some a really, little girls drew us. A budding artist. Yes, she was very good. Uh, uh, no, the cat up here might turn off the thing by accident. Get him off. Oh. Uh, too much going on. He just likes to walk around. Sorry. Yes, he will. Um, uh, um, uh, um, Me kissing um, Zooey. Uh, yeah, so that was really fun and we'll uh, be there next year. With our own book, our own offering. Yeah, maybe a coloring book too. Whatever we can squeeze out. <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun packed into like yeah. the four or five hours that this thing was going. Yeah. So, so it was uh, like a Sunday fun day. Ran into Clarence Merriweather. He's another uh, friend of uh, a friend of mine from uh, and an artist junior high school goes way back. Another very talented artist. Uh, kind of bumped into him there. He said he'd be there. So. Uh, and that we went with him. And that was the uh, Screw Factory building. Whoa. They call it the Lake Erie building. But now yeah. they call it the Lake Erie building. But I guess that's the Screw Factory building. It used to be an actual factory where they made screws. Where Get, they screwed. No, where they made screws. Yeah. Get your mind out of the made gutter. love. Thank you. No. Uh, they uh, made screws. <laughs> still sounds dirty. Uh, oh, screwing around. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Screwball. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah, so anyway, that was pretty cool, and, um, oh, Gary Dumb also, we, we, we had a little booth there, uh, another illustrator. Oh, another based, amazing artist. Illustrator, uh, based in Cleveland, who drew, uh, was the artist for the Harvey P. Carr books, another Cleveland author, uh, he just passed away recently, but he did a book called American Splendor, and, uh, Gary Dumb did a lot, a ton of artwork for that book. We um, did not get to interview Gary there, but we will in the near future. Yeah, We're going to set something up with him. Yeah, Gary's a really cool guy, and he's, he wants to be interviewed by us, so we will do that. We got a few interv interviews there as well. Yeah. Um, 
Like, uh, what's his name? John? John G. Let yes, us John him. G. We interviewed him. Um, some people that were indie that we some did. Some indie people from Detroit we interviewed. And New Jersey. And New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And who was the one with the unicorn? There was that a, was that one, those were those two fellows. They weren't from here either. One guy had a I book. Think, yeah, they were Detroit people. It got, called Woodstock. And uh, they were the two at the uh, side-by-side guys. Yeah, yeah, them. those guys were cool. And one of them was a comic book, uh, comic book artist and writer. And then he also did hip hop music. Yeah, we we have not listened. So to So we CDs haven't yet. listened to his CD. Maybe we'll play one of the songs. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. We'll do that. I think he would love it. We'll play one of his songs during the break. We got to hustle out those these CDs tonight, though. Yeah, as long as I they're... Think they're in the bag of stuff downstairs. Yeah, they are. They're in, so, in that gift yeah, bag. Yeah, we're gonna play one of his songs, uh, and uh, we'll. Uh, you want to, can you run down and grab the CD and we'll, uh, real quick? Real quick? Are you going to keep them entertained while I go run downstairs? Of course. Okay. You know where that bag is by the TV? I know where it is. I go grab yep. it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool to maybe play one of his songs. I have to put it on my, rip it off the CD and throw it in there and, uh, hopefully there won't be any uh, issues with, uh, copyright or some kind of royalty, but, uh, I think he's just trying to get his music out there, but I'd like to kind of plug his, his name right now while we're talking. But the other fellow next to him, his buddy was doing a, uh, had a book called Woodstock and it was a really interesting concept where, okay, you can, you don't have to rush that fast. You're good. Um, <laughs> it was running Woodstock stairs. was neat. Cause it was a, uh, and I bought like the first seven issues or whatever he has, but he's taking the idea. He's taking the, uh, the Woodstock event, Woodstock event from 1969 and uh, saying what happens if, if the zombie epidemic happened then, and each issue is, and he's going in sequential order of the that the bands played that uh, couple of days in, uh, in at Woodstock, and so each book is uh, a band and how that band was affected uh, and what happened to them around a zombie outbreak. Okay, so what's this guy's name that did that? Okay, the- so he's a comic book guy and a hip-hop artist. This is Kool-Aid Cam. Kool-Aid Cam. Kool-Aid Cam from Michigan because if you, on the on this CD, you could see the little picture. Where'd it go? Mm-hmm. Detroit. There it oh, is. Oh, state. High Five State, and it's the oven mitt. Yeah, so that's Michigan. K-O-O-L-A-D-E-K-A-M. Kool-Aid Cam. Like and his him. wonderful world of comics. We also went shopping there and bought books and stuff from people. So yeah. this is someone that you know, right? Yeah, an Chloe American Nicholas. Yeah, another uh, American greetings artist illustrator that uh, uh, I got the had a pleasure to meet there, and I work with a friend of our. That's uh, one of, of John G's books. Yeah, Love Again. I read this. It's pretty racy, pretty cool. A little more on the adult side. This is in a rut comics. Yeah, they were really neat. They were. I'm uh, trying to remember where they were from. It was like they were. These were the New Jersey. Oh, people. they were the Jersey people. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was a cute couple. They were there. Uh, she was an artist. He's a writer. Uh, her name is uh, Maria Sweeney, and his name is Eros uh, Livieratos. Liv- I can't even sell it. What? Liviaratos. 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 Mm, if Ooh, it's more than two it. syllables, I'm I'm lost. I'm sorry. I, I'm bad with that. Um, and then this is one of the books that Tom actually lettered. I bought a book off of him. A Green Lantern. Uh, it's a graphic green, novel. Green Lantern Hardback. World. It's um, called Will World. Here, you read it. Yeah. I can't read that top Green part. Lantern Will World. Will World. You're trying to throw me these tongue twisters, right? It's because of the... And it wasn't something that Tom lettered. It's got, it was, yeah, it is. Well, he well did, no, no, he lettered the book, yeah, but on but this cover, there was like a, a word. Illustration, yeah. Yeah, an illustration. This is a really cool book. I started reading this. It's really wild, trippy thing. The Vault of Sham? Now, okay, oh, this, this, this one's cool. you got to tell him about I this one. I love this. So there was a guy there who had, now I'm a big, like, I love Marvel and I love DC, 
but I really like the small publishers uh, growing up in the 70s and 80s, like Charlton Comics, Atlas Comics. Um, and uh, Charlton Comics put out some newer... They, they've, they've been around since, like the, I'm pretty sure, the 50, 60s. And there's an interesting thing about Charlton Comics. They actually had... And Tom was telling me about this. Uh, they had like a little city, a little compound where you could, you know, work and live, uh, Charlton did in the 60s. That was pretty neat. I like to wow. do more reading on that. But anyway. So it was like a comic book community living Yeah. There. I need to do more research on that to, to know more. But anyway, there, uh, yeah, I, I'm getting to that. Okay. So there's a fella uh, who we met and um, the stand there, and he had these comics. And I, I recognized that uh, being a Charlton comic I read, uh, I bought like in the early 80s called Cap, Cap and Catnip. It's an uh, anthropo anthropomorphic cat character, uh, with the like a sidekick. A ger Sorry. Bless you, like a gerbil Ooh, sidekick. Paper. But I saw this thing and I'm like, man, that is really cool. I totally remember that. He had newer comics. I think he, uh, I bought whatever he had there with Cat Captain Catnip, and I think it has uh, some reprints from the Charlton ones and uh, a couple of new issues that they put out. Um, and it's by uh, it was isn't it? Tim Fuller was the guy who we, we interviewed the artist, but he also did these. He had this other idea. It's called. They're called Sham Comics. It's vault, the Vault of Sham. He got a hold of some old horror comics. Um, I guess they're considered to be in the public domain. And uh, what he did was he rewrote the, you know, the uh, editorial, all the uh, the storylines and artwork and or the story to make them more funny, like a parody. They're hilarious. I was reading one the other night and I was laughing out loud. It's so friggin' funny. It's a great idea, and. Uh, Definitely, if you can find these out there, I'm, I'm imagining he must have a website. We kind of just uh, impromptu started pulling these books out of here. But uh, look up The Vault of Sham, S-H-A-M, uh, or Tim Fuller, F-U-L-L-E-R. And man, this stuff's great. He even did a, a parody of, um, you know, Bella Lugosi meets the, a Brooklyn gorilla, which has a fake Jerry Lewis and uh, you know Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis combination in there. The only thing with those is they had to give Bela Lugosi like a wrestler mask, a lucha mask, a luchador yeah. mask because um, they weren't allowed to use his likeness in a parody like that. Yeah, and in this particular they, um, book, his family was was not happy. Th these are put out. Well, this one was put out by Hoo Ha Comics. H O O H A. Hoo Ha. Hoo Ha. Hoo-ha! That's guess, a fun word. I guess Al Pacino named named the company. But uh, look, and this this particular one, the uh, Island of Lost Gorillas, uses actual photo stills from the movie, black and white ones, and uh, he wrote a whole new story to uh, and, and, and put a lucha mask on Bela Lugosi because it couldn't use likeness. Oh, that's Hoo-ha Comics also has Captain Catnip. That's what I just talked about. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Fuller. That one's issue uh -huh. number two. Yeah. Anyway. What else? Uh, more go... sham. Okay, what else? Yeah, I think that's good. But there's a nice little hole here, and if there's anyone that we forgot to mention, I do apologize. Yeah. But a lot of great up-and-coming talent at this little comic book show. Yeah, and it was really nice to sit there and plunk down some harder cash for some... We still need to read all those books. Sorry about the noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, harder cash to, uh, to, to pick up some... Uh, original and, and, and different reading because uh, no offense a lot of the new comics uh, by the big companies out there I, I I'm, I'm lost in them I like the movies because you know you get time to sit there process everything and they and they just get everything out and it's it's done comics uh, are obviously designed to bring you in every month and keep reading but uh, they just change up so much of this the, the you know the canon of some of these things I, I just don't know where to start or stop with some of it so
and so many different like alternate stories yeah, and, and universes and, and yeah it's a lot to follow reboot, tons of reboots and but anyway it's uh, anyways but, but nothing you know no flies on them you know of course i want the comic industry to do great uh, no matter if it's indie or, uh, or the big times so uh yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Well, just like independent film or independent horror right. hosts, there's independent comic book artists. Now, and that's really cool. The funny thing is, is we were going to talk about Mummy and Monkey, and we we got off, we totally got off Yeah, the we subject. got into comics, but... Yeah, I don't... We, we, so, uh, yeah, like I said, we did sh record and shoot some of season three. We uh, did get video from Genghis Khan, and we could turn all that into a whole episode, well, really. So that leads me to my our, our topic. I think we might be able to uh, weave into a mummy and the monkey conversation. So Janet and I, uh, you know, quite frequently throw around ideas for shows, concepts, and things like that. And we uh, we're definitely going to wind up doing a clip show uh, and getting you know showing some of the uh, stuff that we've accumulated, all this video that we've accumulated over the last. I'd say. I'd say we can, we can go back to three, almost four years ago with our stuff from like. There's a lot of footage that yeah. we're sitting on, and actually, I was hoping to. Go through and edit some tonight or at least, to get something out there. Yeah. Well, you're talking about put something out that's not an episode? Um, maybe not necessarily like a regular episode, but I, I think I still want to put uh, maybe a little movie in there with some of this convention footage. So this would be like a Christmas something? Is, it a, is there a maybe, theme to Maybe it? just like a holiday treat. Not necessarily like, I'll, I'll put it out and say, you know, it's for Christmas, but okay, I don't want to date it. Well, if that makes but, any sense. Yeah, that way people can watch it anytime. I got it. Okay, so let's... But, but I want to focus on talking about coming up with ideas for the show. Okay. All right, our, yeah. our, our regular show. I I'm it. all for that. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know that we'll get any feedback between now and when we start shooting stuff, but hopefully if people are listening to this, they might chime in with it. Um, but one of the ideas I had, and it might be good to, to ask out there, uh, the concept I had, because... We we do about six episodes per season. That's that's our because it takes so long to to do these things, shoot them, write them, edit them, blah blah blah. Um, so instead of twelve or thirteen episodes, which is a regular season, I guess whoever made that number up, I'm making up my own number and saying <laughs> you know that's what we can handle with our work schedule and our life schedule. You know we do this for uh, it's a passion uh, thing, right? It's what we do. We like to do it. So. Um, definitely have one I solid idea for an episode, but we're in the middle of shooting now. I have another one that we're going to do that sort of tribute show without giving too much away to different horror hosts. And I have some ideas um, too, but they're yeah. not totally all right flushed out yet. Okay. Or written out. And these are for the idea to have a theme or some sort of storyline that'll run through the whole show. Right. Um, and then a clip show. So that's three episodes we got. And then, so we got three more to burn, you know, to come up with something, uh, a solid idea. Uh, for a beginning and middle end. One of the ideas I had, and uh, I, I threw it at Janet, and she threw it right back at me, <laughs> was an, an idea. Yep. Was an idea to uh, start off the, the our third season with a recap show. Um, basically, you know, I thought it would be an easy way. You could scrunch your face up. That's okay because I asked you what you thought of it. Um, but I wonder what other people would think. In other words, because um, you, the thing is, like, I'm sure. It's quite possible that's, that someone could watch our show for the first time and that could be the first episode they see. If it is, then it would be kind of neat, I think, and an easy way to put an episode out without taking up too much time because we could shoot that that footage we need to, to use for the wraps at the same time we shoot another episode. It's, it would be a quick and easy thing. I 
to intro, a, you know, catch people up. Say, hey, welcome to, you know, Mummy Monkey Show. Uh, we introduce ourselves and then we uh, basically would show highlights from the last 12 episodes that we've done from the first two seasons of our show. So at least, I mean, it's a way to, to, to get an episode out there quickly because we already, we don't have to shoot anything new as far as... Um, We'd be showing old clips, but it, but there'd be new, you know, intros to them each break. That was, that was but Janet doesn't seem. I hate, hate those type of clip shows. And that's just my own opinion. I, I just don't like that idea when we already have so much footage that we need to use that people have never seen. And you can make whole episodes just out of that. But what I didn't want to do was turn every episode into a clip show. You know, we'd have two out of the six that might be. One would be a, a recap show, so it's at least a different take on it being a clip show and not just two clip shows but, or three clip but shows. But for the people that have been following us and are watching it, they don't want to see the same stuff they've already seen. They want to see things they haven't seen. Well, but there'd be newer material. The, 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 new, the, the only, new the only thing there. I could think of that, in my opinion, would work is if you made like a whole separate video like... Here's what's going on with the mummy and the monkey, kind of like a like a an educational thing. Like so, then this happened, and then that happened. Yeah, but for it to be in one entire episode, that that could be a go to one for people to to catch up with if they hadn't seen the first two. Yeah, seasons. but I, I don't think that should be part of the regular season. It should just be like a separate well, kind of a, see, like a YouTube but, introduction well, video. But, but that's but that in my opinion to, anyway. Well, but yeah, and because I, I just hate those. Here's things. the thing, though. And, and, I don't want to show people old footage. That's fine. There are people that but, are sending us, but then messages we, saying they want to see new stuff. Right, and it would be well, it would be, but it's going to be new to somebody, and but it won't be new to those type of people. But, okay, so but the only and thing it's going to be annoying. The only thing I saw because that, I find that's your it perception annoying. Perception of it, right? But I would say that then if we do something that's not an episode, that would have to take a backseat because we don't have time to do that. But if we made it part of the show, then it makes sense because at least we're working on an actual episode for the show. If it's not an actual episode for the show and some sort of extra special or little thing, that that takes second. That takes a backseat to the to the epi to the actual episodes of our show. So it so don't even don't even mention it as it being something extra because it doesn't matter because that would. We wouldn't do that until we're done shooting a few episodes of the regular show. Yeah, because I want to introduce season three right with with something new, something different. Okay. You know, we we have some fun footage with uh, some other characters that we did, and I think we just need to keep moving forward. Yeah, and, and we will. And but that's there, one episode. But, we have but five I'm getting. More I've had people in <laughs> the store, regular customers, say that they started watching it and they started with season one episode one. okay so what do you so think it's I, there so, and, and that okay that episode actually has the most views on our youtube channel so if someone's going to start watching it they always do that's what they, I would they do. can follow us on youtube and just start with those old episodes so let why it, do we have to put that in a so new episode if you have an opinion out there whether uh, it doesn't make sense well let well it, it but it is a try it is an actual format i didn't and they didn't only make use the that idea. format when they get lazy or don't have footage or something. Like like the, the, the weird clip shows of Seinfeld and, and every other 90s sitcom. You know, they always did that. And I always hated that. that that's how well, I feel. Well, let's ask what people think out there. Let's see, let's see if they have any comments. That's a, a reason for someone to write in because we don't have people write in as often as we'd like. If you have any ideas or, uh, or comments about, uh, you know, what? Do you have a comment, Zooey? 
Our cat chiming in again. Uh, ch- uh, write us at. Uh, he agrees with me. Email to well, email us at themummyandthemonkey.com. Themummyandthemonkey at, at gmail. gmail. But you could go to themummyandthemonkey.com and find the email address on there. Yes, or we love fan mail too. Uh, mm-hmm. Snail mail. You can write to us at P.O. Box three five five three four, Cleveland, Ohio. Four four one three five, and that also is found at themummyandthemonkey.com. Yes, it's it has all the contact information on there. When in doubt, mummyandthemonkey.com. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, let's just see what we, if we get any responses uh, between now and next weekend, and um, you know, see what uh, the people say if they have anything to say at all. Yeah, it'd and be cool to hear any of their ideas or their input on the concepts for it but this is what goes on behind the scenes folks <clears throat> that's why we're saying this stuff right now because this is what we talk about yeah i mean it's it's always in the back of our minds on what we're going to do next how are we going to get all this done mm-hmm. um speaking of that because we're normally a one mummy one monkey army we've had a couple people um approach us about helping us with the behind the scenes work like video um you know, the, one of the, one of them I think is a film student. One of them has done band videos, so yeah. I'm hoping that works out because yeah, that we'll would be see. cool. That was very nice of them to offer, and we'll see if we can't get them uh, up and running and help us out with maybe some live shoots and things like that because we can always use help for that yeah. or with that. So um, I think there might be more to talk about mummy and monkey uh, wise after the break. Uh, we're approaching. The, uh, the break here, and uh, I'm ready to hear me some Kool-Aid Kool-Aid cam. cam. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to, to rock this ju- beat, yo. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, let's go to break here and listen to some Kool-Aid cam. Uh, not sure what track you're going to play, but uh got to give me a trust. This is going to be a, it's going to be groovy, man. It's going to be groovy. All right, kick it, kick it, K-A-K, I guess, right? Kool-Aid cam. Is Kool-Aid one word or two? I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to be fresh dope and all that stuff. So let's go. Fresh and fly. Word. I'm going to the vault. Vault of midnight. That's where the nerds go. To the vault of midnight. I'm going to the vault. Vault of midnight. That's where the nerds go. The vault of midnight. When I go there, people know my name. I'm just loving these comics as they off the chain. And Arbor Native, cruising down Main. Get all my favorite titles for we're going insane. Spider-Man, Batman, Iron Man, Cat, Black Widow, Wonder Woman, don't sleep on the cat. So many choices for all ages. Characters flying right off of the pages. The vault, vault of midnight. That's where the nerds go. To the vault of midnight. I'm going to the vault, vault of midnight, that's where the nerds go, to the vault of midnight. Having fun reading Chrome, trying not to go dumb, seeing Will Eisner work, make me scream and go run. How do y'all draw, always puts me in awe, every single page makes me drop my jaw, oh dang man. Artists off the chain, gonna get my game tight for we go insane. Pencils, pens, erasers, paper, inspired by the books, man, it's getting really major. The vault, vault of midnight, that's where the nerds go. To the vault of midnight, I'm going to the vault, vault of midnight, that's where the nerds go. To the vault of midnight. 
Every day be a Comic Con, I'm rocking on with hipster, geek, dweebs, and soccer moms. A book for the week and a book for the month. I'm trying to get my nerd on, I'm not gonna front. Just get a few stacks, boards, and plastics. A Jack Kirby book that's super fantastic. Only one place in town you gotta go. Vault of Midnight Comics, like y'all don't know. The Vault. Vault of Midnight. That's where the nerds go. To the Vault of Midnight. I'm going to the Vault. Vault of Midnight. That's where the nerds go. To the Vault of Midnight. I'm going to the Vault. Yo, that was some fresh death beats, yo. Thank you, Kool Aid Cam. Uh, that was pretty cool. Aid. Cam. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, welcome back to Living, Living the, the Scream. Scream. That's right. Uh, we got Janet and James here with you. And the Zooey mommy. the cat. And Zooey the cat. Mommy the monkey hosting. Yep, there you go. You can have Zooey back. Oh, there you go. Hi, Zooey. All right. Yeah, so, uh, wow. That was a fast and furious first half hour. It was. It went by fast. Mm, that's what I just said. Yeah, you did just say that. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> wow, uh, yeah, but like, uh, what were we, okay, so we talked about Mommy and Monkey. So we the, talked about Mommy and Monkey, we talked beat. about uh, the comic book convention. Yep, the race um, we just went to the race. Shoot ideas and our progress with the shooting, and now we just need to do some editing. Yeah, a lot of editing. A lot of editing. Oh, I was recognized today. You better recognize. Yes. What is this pertaining to? Um, okay, so today I took my mom out for lunch, and I was recognized. Oh, another Facebook famous update. A, a Facebook famous update, yeah. Um, I had a gentleman approach me, and he was staring at me funny, and I, I, I'm just, I wasn't paying attention because I guess I'm used to people staring at me funny. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> just staring at you. Oh, look at people But he, he walked up to me, he goes, are you Janet? And I'm like, yeah, Why? He's like, oh, I follow you guys on Facebook. And then, and then we were, I followed you into this restaurant. No, no, no. And we were talking Big Chuck and Little John and how he, he liked all that stuff. And I told him there was a Big Chuck and Little John Facebook group. So for uh, anyone that is into the horror hosting thing and they like that, you can join that group. But mm-hmm. yeah, but that was really nice. Just a fan that wanted to talk to me and say hi. That's sweet. So that was cool. And then we were recognized once at the mall a few weeks ago. Yep, same type of thing. It was fa- the Facebook famous Facebook thing. famous. <laughs> there you go. So another Facebook famous sighting right here on the Mummy the Monkey Show. And you also were recognized for something else, switching gears a little bit and going into the reselling part of uh, oh, yes. the Mummy the Monkey Strip Crypt. Dis- I wanted to Your discuss big that. Your eBay news. Woo! <laughs> eBay alert! <laughs> I am officially, 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 uh, an eBay power seller. So our Mummy and Monkey eBay store is at power seller level. Boom. Yeah. Woo-hoo. That means things are shipped on time. I have all positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Very little return rate. Damn right, Marge. Things are going good. Yeah, cool. Awesome. High um, five. High five. And that uh, we had... An alien that sold. <gasps> See. It, no, not that alien. Was it a, oh. It was a 1979 Kenner, uh, the Xenomorph. 18 inches of Xenomorph, baby. And it was super creepy, cool looking. This was something that you found. Yes. And it sold for $175. Buy it now on eBay. And that wasn't so bad because I only paid $174 for it, so. 
No, you didn't. No, of course I didn't. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I paid ten dollars for it. So, and so I knew it, I knew that it was worth way more than that. But that's the cool thing. So about that it. was very cool. Yeah. And uh, the gentleman that bought it is a convention friend and uh, a fan on Facebook, mm -hmm. and he was very happy. He actually. He tagged us in an Instagram post showing me the alien picture on his shelf with his other toys. Mm. So, oh, good. You got, oh, you got a, so you got a picture. Yeah, and he oh. said, thank you, the mummy and the monkey. Sweet. I love my new alien. Yeah, those things are rare. We do have an episode of, uh, of the uh, sales from the Thrift Crypt somewhere uh, where we feature that alien. I got to dig that up and yeah. post it. We're so. wanting to do more of those videos, yeah. too. So I'm going to look up that. I'm going to try to get that up. Uh, if we can get it up tomorrow, that'd be great. Um, I'll look for it tonight and throw it together. So this week, we should try to get video out. And then this yeah. Sunday, we should shoot more video. Yes. We definitely have to. Yeah. Uh, but I, a few weeks ago, and this is why we've been so busy. I've been, uh, we've been hitting up the estate sales hard to find things to sell. Yeah. Was that a yawn? A little bit. Okay. Well, one estate we went to was a warehouse full of vintage and antique stuff. They, there were different dealers just wanting to get rid of their, wanting to downsize pretty much. Uh -huh. And there were some pieces that I bought for a buck a piece. Um, one vintage jacket just sold for $76. Another wow. one, someone bid on. Right now, it's going for $84.99. It's a 1920s uh, college jacket. Very beautiful looking. Cool like, stuff. We got think like Great Gatsby style of jacket. Um, so, yeah, things like that. Just been busy trying to do that. And the holiday season mm -hmm. is upon us. Yes. We're in between the two big ones. Whoa. Two big ones. And there's no Dolly Parton around to be found. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, we're, we'll quote Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we're in between mm -hmm. both of those. And so even the even though the garage sale season and the flea market season is pretty much wound down here in northeastern Ohio, the estates are pretty good. You People know? are still checking out, and we're cashing out yeah <laughs> no uh it's terrible yeah, we're always sad to hear that somebody had you know passed away or, it is sad but you know? um and you do feel a little i do feel a little vulturish and ghoulish sometimes but it's stuff you know and it's stuff that they can you know they can't take with them and that's what uh, and might as well you know go back and go back you know it, 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 and it's going to mean something to someone and that'll probably happen to us one day oh psh, yeah. well after well, we're long gone there'll yeah, be I a mean, mummy a monkey estate I sale pretty, i can guarantee you that we will <laughs> yeah pass one day yeah i'm pretty sure it's a good bet but hopefully ain't not anytime soon no 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 because it'll be i don't even know who would even get all this crap from our play it's insane i don't know that'll be someday Leave it to the cats. But anyway, oh shoot, <laughs> yeah, could do that. Any, but anyways, um, but yeah, that's going good, and I'm um, just trying to figure out what is a good fit for the shop. Oh, I'm you're trying, thinking about changing some of the trying uh, to, um, offerings. Yeah, trying to trying to maybe streamline it. Stream glad I can't talk. Streamline. Streamline it, where it's where I'm a little more choosy on what I bring into the store, and it's not just maybe limit how many knickknacks I I bring in. Maybe try to keep it more like goth or horror themed, mm -hmm. because originally that's what the plan was, and then I just started bringing in everything. Yeah. And now I'm running out of room, and not everyone's buying it. Stray cats, homeless. Yeah. Bringing everything. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a mishmash of stuff right now at the at the thrift crypt uh, brick and mortar store, um, and uh, you just want to you're thinking you might want to focus some of the. 
I want to focus it Merch. more on like skulls and goth merchandise and accessories and maybe hor you know of course the horror themed Halloween themes. Yeah, but more of it so it's more yeah. of it so it's more prominent and to bring a lot of that crowd back in. Well, people think it's a scary store anyway. Yeah, but I want to keep that reputation. Right. And um, fill it all out. Yeah, and you know, I want to keep some kitsch there and some vintage toys, uh -huh. some cutesy things like that, but not I want to limit it a little bit. Right. Um, right. And the t-shirts always do well. So I, I love the t-shirts. We had a good t-shirt swap. Oh, yeah. You came up with an idea the, uh, early last week to do a t-shirt swap this Saturday. We did past Saturday. We did. Um, yeah. So it went well. Um, pretty much how that worked. We had t-shirts set up on a table. And if you donate a t-shirt, you get to take a free t-shirt. Right. And so we had a lot of people bringing in some cool shirts, and they, they got some cool shirts in return. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So thank you to our customers and fans. Yes, I even saw some people say that they missed it and want to know when you're going to do it again. So, so I think I will do it again because it's very easy to set up, and, mm -hmm. and it's cool. You know, and it brings people in, and they get a free shirt out of it, and maybe they'll buy something that yeah. they see. Yeah, while they're in there. We while they're there. People. With the shirt that they brought in slung over their arm and they looked around the shop and, you know, did a little shop and then swapped out a shirt. Yeah. And uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving was, they call it Shop Small sh uh, Saturday, where you're supposed to um, visit the small businesses and, sh and give them some business and, and shop them. But I opened early and wor we worked a pretty long day the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And um, it was okay. Nah, it was, it was, yeah. it was, you've had better regular weekdays. But, you know, day. I think it was even better in the summertime just on a regular weekday. Yeah, uh, maybe shop small meant shop small at the mall. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they were all out of money by the time Saturday yeah. rolled around. Yeah, you know, it, it's just the, the nature of the beast. I mean, the brick and mortar uh, model is a little bit under siege right now. It's on the down trend. But, I'm like I said, I think the more unique uh, store might be, you know, you just can't get a wrench or paper towels. They can get that anywhere. Yeah. But if you can't, you can't get the, you know, this crazy stuff that we find. Some unique know? collectibles. And on many of our, uh, many of the eBay listings, I have it where you can pick up locally as well, or we could ship to you. Right. Um, I still like the idea of having a brick and mortar store, but I'm seeing and, and kind of learning as we go with, um, you know, what sells, what doesn't, and what's more right. popular. So if you store more, hypothetically, if you store more of what sells, you might make more sales. And because it's called the Thrift Crypt, people are looking for bargains. So I, I, the lower-priced items do better yeah, there. You should change it to the Gift Crypt, I'm telling you. The Gift Crypt. Yeah. <laughs> then you get the thrift out of there. No, I like Thrift Crypt. I like the Thrift Crypt idea. Um, yeah, so uh, we were sticking with that as a brand. There's no... no uh... So we're going we're gonna to do it for another year, see how it goes. Yeah, we're, we're going to be, we're coming up to our first year anniversary in February. You know, and to last, you know, almost a year already is really good. Yeah. That, it, that it's self-sustaining and it, it's sort of, you know, building up. Yeah, we're getting a lot of support from uh, the locals and uh, friends and stuff like that. So, but, you know, it's just like any other business. They don't just advertise once in their time that they're a business and that's it. Right, you right. You always have, have to, to put remind stuff. everybody, hey, I, we're here and we sell this. I'm always having to put things on social media. You're going to have to always, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, we get little... Um, oh, 
I forgot to mention, because I was going to say we have had some press coverage being in some local magazines and papers, but we are going to be in a big magazine in January. Oh, yeah. Um, Gnarly Magazine. Gnarly, dude. Gnarly Magazine. G-N-A-R-L-Y. They're on Instagram as well. Gnarly Magazine. They're based out of California, but they found us on Instagram. They liked our style and wanted... To uh, they wanted us to be interviewed for their January issue. Mm. They put out a magazine quarterly, and you can subscribe to them. Uh, just Google Gnarly Magazine. And the January issue will have? We'll have us, the, the mummy, mummy and the, the monkey. monkey in it, baby. That's right. Talking so. about our show, talking about the thrift crypt. Another collector's item for the mummy so and monkey collector. There's going to be pictures of us in there. Wow. Um, which is way, it's way more press coverage than Cleveland Magazine. Right. So this is going to be huge because they distribute and sell internationally. That's sweet. They will ship to you. You can subscribe. Yeah. And any any fans or friends that bring their issue of Gnarly Magazine to us at any convention or the shop, we will sign it for you. Yeah, look it up, order it. We might probably put something on our website that people can just click and go to. Yeah, I should put the link on there on Facebook or something. Yeah, we'll have it on Facebook for sure. But it's a quarterly magazine, um, but it's jam-packed, and they have a lot of great artwork in there, too. They specialize in, like, the hot rod culture, rockabilly, the the monster movie stuff. And um, right now, I think they're doing a tiki art contest. So it's kind of subculture. Kind yeah, of culture. like like subculture yeah, magazine, cool. pretty much. Hey, I, I'm happy to be part of the subculture. I'll take that. That's fine. Hey, at least they think we're some type of culture. Some sort, yeah, some type of thing. <laughs> and not just like a petri dish. More like that than <laughs> anything else. Something contagious and, and horrible if you catch it. <laughs> but uh, no, that's that's great news. Exciting to hear that. So thank you, yeah. Gnarly Magazine. Thank you, Gnarly. Yeah, it's awesome. It's gnarly. Totally gnarly, dude. Yeah, all right. We need to visit California sometime. Cali. Hey, any excuse to go there? I love yeah. California. Road trip. All right. <laughs> what else is on the docket here? What else we got to talk about as I stretch? Oh, we went and saw the room. Oh, my God. And um, how should we even? Okay. How should we explain this? Well, people have computers out there. So if you're, if you're you know, able to Google as you listen, uh, check out a movie called The Room. Uh, it came out in 2002, just so you know. that I don't, I don't know how many room movies are out there. but there's, And it was made by a gentleman named Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau, I think. Wiseau? Wiseau. Wiseau. Yeah, he was, yeah. So don't ask me to spell that, but if you look up the room in uh, Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. The, okay, so The oh, Room. Oh, hi, doggy. The Room was a movie that's one of these movies that are right up there with Birdemic and Dolomite in my Sort of... Uh, Manos, the hands of fate. No, Manos... Does, well, Manos is a little worse. Manos is really hard to watch without making fun of it. But it could it can kind of fit in that category. Yeah, Plan it, 9 it, from Outer Space. But this, this movie isn't a horror film. Not at all. Not at all. It's a love story, like a drama type of movie. Over melodramatic. Way over dramatic. Oh my God. Way goofy. This, um, yeah, the guy who made it, Tommy Wiseau, is, uh, we believe, it, I don't know where he's from. I, I have a theory he might be French, but we don't know. We just know that he's of European so descent. Indeterminable Europe, because he'll never and answer that question. He has a very question. prominent accent. He was just on Jimmy Kimmel, and with, uh, with uh, and they just made a movie, Hollywood made a movie called The Disaster Artist, with James Franco playing Tommy Wiseau. Making the movie The Room. It's like a making of Seth Rogen is in it, and probably some other people that I, you know, and that I'm not aware of that are famous or whatever. But anyway, this um, this movie they it's 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 gained cult status. 
it's shown in small movie theaters like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, so if, if you know like how the Rocky Horror Picture Show people are, people would get rowdy, reenact the scenes, yell right. out, lines, dress up in costume. Say things back. that They're, yeah. they're doing that now with the movie The Room, yeah. and the Capitol Theater in Cleveland was uh, doing a midnight screening. Yeah, and the Cedar Lee also does it as well. Oh, yes, and Cedar Lee. So they're on, all on part of, part, east side of town. Cleveland cinemas. So. so we go to this thing. This play, it's a it's a big old theater. It's really beautiful. It's one of those beautiful renovated, building. giant. Uh, I don't even know how high those seasons. Ceiling about two hundred feet. It's a, it's a ridiculously. And they big. have this beautiful lobby. And yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a really I nice think old the building. Tiny, was from the nineteen twenties originally. Early, early hundreds or yeah twenties. So this thing's nice, you know, and it, it gets packed. I mean, this place gets packed with young people. Uh, we were there with Tom and Lois and some other friends of ours, Chad and Adrian. Yes. Who's also known as Chod. Chod Artist. The artist guy who we have uh, hanging up in our uh, gallery right in the Grimm's Gallery And right he now designed our uh, Pumpkin Spice Halloween three. DVD cover. Halloween 3. Yeah. It's Pumpkin Spice 3. Anyway, so we went with these two, and they had never seen the movie. These four people had never seen it. And we've seen the movie when Riff Tracks riffed it. Yeah, the uh, Mystery Science Theater guys. But we never saw it in the theater on its no. own with people interacting well, this, to the movie. this was just as good as that. The whole room was packed. It was packed. It was awesome. So there's a part particularly. Now, there's a lot of props that could be used, but I think the only thing that they let people bring in were these plastic spoons. Well, I guess at other movie theaters, people were throwing around the footballs. Right, there's footballs. And you'll know if you see this movie why. Yeah. Um, but we were told that they're not allowed to, to throw footballs around at this particular theater. But the spoons were okay. But plastic spoons were okay to throw. When there's a there's a few scenes where there's a, in the background there is a a picture on uh, on a, on a table that looks like a spoon. I don't even think it's a, really a spoon, but it's funny because that's what it looks like a metal spoon. It is a it is a photograph of a spoon framed with a few generic family photos on this little table. And that is a cue to take out your plastic spoons, yell spoon very loud, there's and a, throw there, there, the spoons at the, at the screen. We were kind of in the middle, and the rows in front of us, they all had boxes of plastic spoons. And, and they were us, too. And they, they were the first to shout out, Spoon! And just all these plastic spoons are flying it's through the air. It's raining plastic spoons. It's hilarious. We've gathered a couple uh, that had sayings from the movie written on the stem and their phone number on the back yeah yeah we didn't call the number or google the number yet. yet but we, but we, people we, were writing on the spoons oh hi mark yeah the lines from the movie cheap 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 yeah this guy yeah it, it's hard to explain but if you can trust us if you can if you if you ever want to rent a really bad entertaining movie the room is Right, I mean, it is so bizarre. It might as well be something that's and it's not... great to watch with friends oh and Lord. and just after you've had a few drinks. Oh my God, you'll never <laughs> you'll, you'll never unsee this movie. The acting is beyond atrocious. the The script is beyond. It's and it's not that. I had this discussion today with somebody. It's there, there is such a huge difference between bo bad, boring, and bad, good. You know what I mean? Yes. There are movies like. I brought up Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, that's a bad, bad movie. I, yeah, I don't get excited about it. It's hard to one. watch. It's very hard. It, it, it just drags and there's nothing. It, it, there are some movies that come around every now and again. that, And I love it because the, I think part of the charm, too, is that they never intended to make a bad movie. They were very seriously trying to make something that they thought was good. And it is the exact opposite, but it is so entertainingly bad. It's not fall asleep, walk away, don't care about bad. 
you need to see how bad these scenes get. And these scenes get worse and worse well, with that movie. The other, you could tell, like, some of the actors were really trying and they yeah. did a good job, in my opinion. Um, sure. But the, the direction and the lines they had to say. The five-year-old wrote it. Like, no, like, no matter what, it wasn't going to sound right. But the actors, I think, were, most of the other <laughs> actors were okay. There are, there are some scenes that are just so bad. I mean, I think I laughed the most at the scene on top of the uh, the rooftop where the kids where, where denny's taking drug or the drug dealer spoiler comes. alert there's no spoiler I mean, <laughs> there's so much in this movie that you can't even start to scratch oh, the surface on the badness just just oh my gosh but the, the, the weird technical weird like i don't know the way they shot some of this it makes you wonder like what the heck are they thinking mm-hmm was he thinking what the heck was he thinking well, yeah because tommy directed it produced it wrote it wrote it and then starred in his own movie. Yeah. And his face was on the cover poster. He look, it looks like a vampire movie. It doesn't look he like... He does. He looks like a heavy metal guy or a vampire what, guy. Yeah, it's a very... He's very bizarre looking. And, and like his one eye looks crooked. Yeah. And uh, Rift Tracks had a really... And there's the love scenes are just... Oh my God, you want to throw up. Oh, the love scenes are very inaccurate. This, this guy... He does not know how to do things. So a dude... Yeah, right. He, <laughs> Right, right. Uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to get graphic here. Yeah, he, he, yeah, his, um, his, his view on anatomy and where things go in certain places. I I think he's a little confused by human anatomy. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a family show. We got to keep it clean. Right, so we'll leave it at that. But my favorite line. It was a line that wasn't in the movie, but when we saw the Rift Tracks version, these guys were making fun of it. And he had he's totally nude in this movie. You know, mostly from the waist up, but. He's 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 building. I mean, you can tell he works out, but his, the texture of his skin is very odd. Rift Tracks guy said it best. He looks like he's made out of Madonna's arms. Oh. You, have to, you have to look at what Madonna's arms look like now. If you Google oh. that picture, it's lumpy and it looks like scars, like every, gristle or gristle, something. very gristly. It's gristle skin, dents and things, and I, I don't know, and discoloration and. But it really, anyway, trust us, this is one for the, the well, it's a keeper of a bad movie. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat. If we're you selling the room too much. But if you haven't seen this movie, it's fine. Well, we went and saw that, and we're, t- and I'm still jazzed about the whole thing. The whole, it was a non still, well, we're still like going around the house talking in that voice. I, I, wo- I went to sleep, woke up in that, in the next morning with that in my head. It was just really bizarre. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would like to make a movie that bad if it's possible, but you can't, you can't. Well, that's the thing. Some people will take a movie very seriously and think they're doing everything right, and then it's going to be the next masterpiece, and it ends up being a masterpiece, but in a different way. Right. And that's what happened here. He took it very seriously. Tommy was so was very serious about this movie, and now it's this cult thing that people love to to make there's, fun of. So there's a, 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 a movie maker we know named Michael Butt, and he makes uh, his own movies. He's out of Wisconsin. And way up in Wisconsin somewhere, I think. And what, we've uh, screened one of his movies yes. for season two, episode five. He has the potential to be to make something like this. He could be the next Ed Wood. Right. I say more in the Ed Wood category. Uh, his vampire takes from outer space. Oh, it was perfection. Uh, the body of that movie is just, uh, yeah, it, it brought back memories of old B movies, except it was in color, you know? It had that great cheese factor. Yes, he captured it. And I'm not sure if he meant to or how he did it, but if he did, whatever he did worked. So I hope he makes more movies like that. Yeah, he's got a couple. He's actually working on a, a space one right now, I think, a sci-fi adventure. Oh, that'll be perfect. Yeah, so it'd be very interesting <laughs> to see And we'll have that. to screen it. Absolutely. 
and I need to send him DVDs. Get the booze, and we'll screen it. Um, yeah, but, so, anyway, so, yeah, so that's what we did behind the scenes, and we, we've got, like, about seven minutes left, so, uh, we gotta think about, Oh, uh, cool, I wasn't sure how we're, how we were on time. We're running, we're, we're just yammering and yapping. I don't know if people got their Mommy and Monkey show fill, uh, but they're gonna have to wait a little bit for that. If we could squeeze something out, see, I would propose I think we that could we, squeeze out a video this week. We should put, you say a video, but you're talking about, a, like, a mini program, right, about an hour, I would... I well, would... I had a movie kind of, and I can't remember the name of it. I have to check my computer, but I had a movie already, like saved movie? and cut up. Oh, that's and right. And then I have um, Comic Con footage from 2016 that we can use. Yeah, so this is just because there's a... people that are in this video that are dying to see the video. So it's an independent. It's it's not. A, it's an independent episode. It's a special. Yeah, it, it could just be just a just a special it's kind of in special. between. Yeah. yeah, just something to put out there so people can see it. Okay. And um, yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't already, and double check because sometimes YouTube is weird where it'll take someone's subscription off. I don't know why sometimes things get glitchy. Ooh. So just double check that you're subscribed, and that way when we do upload new stuff, you guys will be the first to see it. You'll get notified, and uh, hopefully you can uh, schedule it in for your uh, video watching. That's right. And speaking of that, we could probably wrap it up with this. Uh, talk about, now, I need to read more about it. I don't know a ton about it. But this whole thing going around, the net neutrality uh, controversy. Um, basically, I think it just boils down to um, uh, ISPs, Internet Service Providers, uh, getting some sort of uh, carte blanche to, to, to tell people uh, subscribers that if you want faster service, you have to pay for a faster service, a streaming service. Um, it, it won't affect people right away, but over time they can try to charge you more for faster internet right. and slow your internet down. I don't want to get into politics, but no. I, it, it's a terrible decision. I, in I my most opinion, people agree with that. Um, so worst case scenario, if, if the internet starts sucking, we can just do straight to video and well, have mail order. But we do. We do episodes. all of our episodes we do are that. on DVD. Yeah, yeah, and we do that too anyway. But, but my question, my, 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 my quandary was I wonder if people are going to it would because of this if they'll say, Look, enough's enough, I'm not gonna pay more for what I had before because you jacked it down because and jacked the price up, but then you know, it lowered my connection because and, and trying to rook me into strong arming me to pay more to get the connection I had before. So I can watch and stream and, and do whatever I did because I'm so you know. I think I don't think a lot of people are going to fight back. They're just going to pay. Right. Well. Uh, and and unfortunately, I think people should, you know, yeah. voice that. I just wondered if the it, and, it, it and might question start, authority. It, it might start a revolution where people may may go back to again watching television, listening to radio, you know, terrestrial radio, watching stuff on DVD. So maybe VHS. the revolution will be televised. It may be. It may be. You <laughs> know, sorry, of, Chuck D., but you might have been wrong. Speaking man. of TV, I did bring um, our Pumpkin Spice 3 Halloween special to Bat TV in Brunswick, Ohio. And they, they are going to air it, and they are looking forward to more uh, video from us. Cool. They get people that do follow us in Brunswick, Ohio, and watch us, and they air it... Um, Four times throughout the month, and I found out they don't split it in half. They just show the full two hours. That's awesome. See, that's how it should be. Because I, at first they were telling me they only had a one-hour time slot. That's bull. Yeah, well, that's... The, yeah. So that's cool. They're showing our episodes Look, in full. The mummy and the monkey are breaking... The, we're, we're breaking barriers. In, in, breaking down barriers. <laughs> so some people still watch public access cable television. Yeah. 
So, hey, however you watch us or listen to us, we mm. appreciate it regardless. We do, we do. And we're, we're going to, we're, we're still in the game. We're still making, we're still working on content. Uh, we're still around. Don't give not, up on us. If we're not putting it together, we're editing it, we're fil or we're filming it for sure. We've got tons of stuff. A lot of it on location stuff, but we got it. And we're not when we're when we're not doing that. We're trying to sell stuff online. Yes, <laughs> uh, or in the store. So if you're local in Cleveland area or surrounding areas, come in and visit us. Come check out the Thrift Crypt. Uh, open pretty much uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Yep, uh, thirteen three forty nine Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. Or the mummyandthemonkey.com for our eBay store, our store envy page with our t-shirts and DVDs for sale. Mm -hmm. And then our uh, contact info as well, so you can message us directly for any um, uh, comments, questions, concern, hate mail. Christmas cards. Send Christmas some, cards. We'd love to get some fan Christmas cards. I would love a Christmas card. That'd be sweet. Our mantle is bare. We oh, need cards to put on the mantle. That's right. So if you care... Send us a card. Send us a card. You might get something back. You never know. Anyway, anyway uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for I'm this tired. episode. That's good. Yeah, and I got to go through video. That's right. We got still lots to do. No rest for the wicked. And we don't get more wickeder than us. So, uh, signing off for Living the Scream, I'm Grim Gory. And I'm Janet Decay. Hey, you didn't burp at all. I know. Uh, I've been eating good lately. Wow. But I'm going to change that right now. All right. All good right. night, good fright, everybody. All right. See you next time. This is easy to say, girl. I said it's easy to say. And it's easy to say.